Welcome back to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm evangelist Micah McCurry. I greatly appreciate your listenership today. I'd like to, if you'd allow me, to remind you of one of our core values here at Bible Tracts Incorporated. For over 80 years, one of the reasons this ministry has been so successful, and realize that this year we are going to surpass over 600 million gospel tracts going out around the world free of charge. Can you believe that? Now, realize I'm a capitalist to the core. I understand how a free market economy works and the fact that that really, down through history, has been one of the best institutions of of economy and money changing hands and all of those things. So how did I get put in charge of a ministry that gives away gospel tracts? That sounds a little socialist, doesn't it? Well, one of our core values is this. The gospel is free, and so are our tracks. But how do you make that tenable? How do you make that possible? Well, the second of our core values is this. The power of the gospel is in the word and not the worker. In just a little while, I'm going to give you a real introduction to the book that we will be studying in an expositional way for the next couple of weeks. It's the book of Nehemiah. But the theme of that book, of course, being on rebuilding and building things up that have once been broken down, I realized that this ministry that has stood so strong with such a solid foundation built upon God and the legacy of our founder, Dr. Paul Levine, all that reminded me of a song. The title of the song you're about to hear that we will accompany this particular broadcast with is this. The title is, No Song to Sing but Jesus. Friend, what song do you sing? Oftentimes, I know in my own life, figuratively speaking, I like to trumpet my praises. I like to get up on a pedestal and talk about the things I've done. And shame, shame, let it never be the case. But really, seriously, can we truthfully say that we have no song to sing but Jesus? Is the power of the gospel in the word and not the worker? Do we really believe it? I'd like to ask you to listen in as friends sing the gospel on this particular album. I think you'll enjoy it. It's brought to you by Bible Truth Music. You can find more of their products at BibleTruthMusic.com. But listen to this song. No song to sing but Jesus. Sing it if you would, men. I have no song to sing but Jesus. The Savior of my soul is He. He died and shed His blood for you, friend. He died and shed His blood for me. There is no way to work for heaven, for sin has earned its penalty. to set you free. I have no song to sing but Jesus. Jesus the Savior of my soul is He. He died on Calvary for the sins of the world. He died that day
song to sing but Jesus. Eternal King of kings is He. Upon the cruel cross He suffered and paid the price to set men free. That's thought-provoking, isn't it? That song, that thought, it kind of pierces right down into my soul and makes me think about what song am I singing? Am I bringing glory to anyone else except for the Savior? In short order, we're going to jump into a real introduction to the book of Nehemiah. I kind of left yesterday right under the wire. All I did was give you the name of the book we would be studying. And so I won't do that to you today, but I'd like to ask you, if you would, to listen to a particular story, an account, a true account that was sent in not too long ago. I think you'll enjoy this. It's a letter from the front. It's how a simple gospel track, no bigger than a business card, made a lasting eternal impression. Listen now, if you would. This comes in from Laird in Okachi, Wisconsin. Here's what he says. This story happened in the late 90s or early 2000s. I can't quite be sure, but it was around that time. Here's the story. I have a business card that I put the gospel on the back of. It's very similar, and he actually included one of his business cards. It's just a simple business card on the front. It includes the verse John 8, 32, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. But on the back, it asks, How do you become a Christian? What is the Bible way to heaven? It's very similar, of course, in size and in thought, to our Charge It gospel track. Of course, that one is free on BibleTracksInc.org. But just to give you an idea of how large this is, just a simple business card. He continues on, I've included a business card. One Friday or Saturday night, I was very hungry. And I, I find myself, if I can parenthetically say this, I uh, can identify with this gentleman, Laird. I find myself very hungry often as well. And so here's what he decided to do. I decided I needed to go to a restaurant. There is a famous burger place not far from me. And so I was going to get a burger and fries. While I was waiting for my order, though, I struck up a conversation with the fellow next to me concerning 
tools. Now, Laird is a tool salesman. He sells them to mechanics and things like that, body shops and the like. And all he had on him as far as a gospel track was this business card. And so I gave him one and said, if you need anything, just give me a call. And so I left with my supper, the burger and fries, and I went home thinking no more of it at the time. Years later, one day I was driving through Brookfield, Wisconsin. I was I saw on the side of the road a few old cars sitting there. Now, Laird says in this note, I am an addict of old cars. He loves old vintage automobiles and he saw those, he noticed them, and so he pulled over and there was a little house there and so he, he knocked on the door, wanted to get more information. I don't know if Laird was interested in maybe purchasing one or just wanted to look at those vintage cars, but the woman opened the door and they were talking for a few moments and he said, if you don't mind, let me give you my business card. The lady took a look at it for a moment and then flipped it over and saw all the Bible verses in the title, How Do You Become a Christian? The Bible Way to Heaven. She saw those verses and she said to me, meaning Laird, you are the guy. You're the man. You gave my brother this card, the exact same kind of card. She went on to say, because of this card on his deathbed, that man who had received a business card years ago received Christ, accepted Christ as his personal Savior, and went to be with the Lord. The lady could not contain herself, saying, Thank you so much for giving him that card, because we witnessed to him for years, and he would not accept, but because he read that card and the seed that was planted— he accepted Christ as his personal Lord and Savior and slipped off into eternity with complete and total peace. What a story. It's amazing to see what God will do. No bigger than a couple inches long and a few inches wide, and yet God used it for his glory. I hope that was a blessing to you as much as it was to us. If you have a gospel track story that you'd like to share with us, of course, you can mail them to us, and the announcer at the conclusion of the broadcast would tell you how to do that. Or you can text it to me directly. Text me at 309-316-7240. 309-316-7240. You can find our contact info through BibleTracksInc.org as well. Now, let's jump into the introduction to the book of Nehemiah. We're not going to get very far. We have just a couple of minutes left here. We're going to continue this, but I'll tell you this right up front. We are not going to take a real in-depth look at this book. We're just going to kind of browse through it. For many of you, this will be the first time that you have any introduction to the book of Nehemiah. So let's talk about it for just a moment. Of course, the authorship of this book, we know that Nehemiah is the principal personality in this book, which bears his name. It was, of course, written by Nehemiah. You'll notice throughout the book the use of a personal pronoun. It's almost kind of in the format of a personal diary. Now, anyone out there by raise of hands, have you ever kept a diary? Well, imagine... Imagine, if you would, if that was put in such a place, publicized to where thousands upon millions upon maybe billions of people could read it. Well, 
That's what happened to Nehemiah. He wrote this uh, sort of diary, and it became part of the canon of Scripture. And of course, it brings glory and honor to God. It was, of course, inspired by the Holy Spirit of God. So please understand that I'm not just equating it to your personal diary. But in all seriousness, the question of the authorship of Nehemiah is kind of very tightly interwoven with the authorship of the book of Ezra. There are some that have tried to object to the authenticity of this book for different reasons or another, but in reality, it's very easy to determine that it was Nehemiah, the man who wrote this book. The date of this particular book is very likely in or around the 5th century BC, five centuries, half a millennium before Christ. Now, here's what we're going to do very soon. We're going to look at the first few verses of Nehemiah. Throughout these next few weeks, I'm going to ask you, if you would, to join us, to be a part. We need to look at rebuilding a few things in our life, and this book is going to give us some practical tips for that. God bless. Have a great day for his glory, and make sure to tune in tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.